0: Previously on kawaii Quest.
1: Are you sure that's not a pigeon? Nah, 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 nah. So, I've got a dragon.
0: You guys have got armour. Speak for yourself, ladies' armour is mighty uncomfortable.
2: Mm, kind of works on you.
1: And we have a quest.
2: <laughs> I can't tell which is more ready. My spirit or my body. Please take off the helmet, Kenny. <laughs> no. Let's
1: do this! So, what is a fjord?
2: A few hours later.
0: Wrong way. Wrong way!
2: Wait for me! This armor is heavy!
1: Light armor was never intended for wizards!
2: Don't care! I have fallen, and I can't get up. Alright, let's see if I can draw it away. Oh, good work. Shut up. Coco!
0: Coco! Do something!
1: I'm charging an attack. What do you mean? Well, I'm almost done with the
0: course. What about the pigeon?
1: Dragon! And he needs to level up a bit. Uh,
0: Can he cast a spell already? Yes! yes. Ah, this might take a while.
1: Avalanche! Tetsuo! Ganida! Oni-chan! It's over nine thousand!
2: language
0: Configure the language logic interface for Japanese.
2: Wi-Fi. 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 Wi-Fi radio.
0: Konnichiwa, and welcome to Kawaii Fire Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga. I'm your host, Kyle, and joining me are my co-host, Coco and Kenny. How you doing, guys? Hello. Very well.
1: How's everyone else doing?
0: Oh, we've done things. We've been places. We're, we've seen
1: films. We
0: have.
2: And they were awesome. Oh,
0: yeah. And, yes. of course, we're talking about Weathering With You, the latest film by Makoto Shinkai. And,
2: oh, my God, was that good. Just a visual masterpiece as... To be expected of Makoto Shinkai, of course, but still. Mm. Whoa!
1: Honestly, the story was great too. I really liked the story. It mm-hmm. it wasn't what I expected it would be.
0: No, which was quite surprising because you think of... Well, I mean, he did that with your name as well, didn't mm. he? Like yeah. you, you thought, oh, it's just two people switching bodies, but there's a lot more going on yeah. in there.
1: Yeah, and the ending is, some, is... I didn't see it ending in the way it was ended. No. Or at least no. I didn't see them arriving at the end No, I didn't see that ending coming. I had no idea what the ending was going to be, to be honest.
2: Yeah, there was no predicting any of that. Mm. Now, if
0: you're wondering what we're talking about, Weathering With You is the latest film by Makoto Shinkai. He's done uh, films like Your Name, Five Centimeters a Second. Her and Her Cat. Her and Her Cat, just to name a few.
2: We talked about Uh, him at length in our last episode. mm. Mm. And
0: that's currently in cinemas at the moment um, uh, around the world. Have a Check check it out if you can. But I I need to direct us to... um, Something that makes me feel really sad. So we've been playing catch up on this season's isekai animes. And we realised we haven't talked about two of them at all this season. And we think (laughs) there might be a reason for that. Yeah, I
1: think there is. Where shall we start? We're
0: going to start with isekai cheat magician. Now, firstly, cheat magician, it's not bad, Um, but it's also not good.
1: I mean, it's correct. They are kind of cheating.
0: Yeah, and it is very... It is isekai trope after isekai trope. It has done things a bit more unique than some other ones we've seen. Oh, yeah. But it's very much smack bang in the middle. You will get what you expect. I mean, admittedly, it does. it is helped by that. You've got Amasaki Kohai, who's voiced the main character, Nishimura Taichi, um, and he's expect you're expected overpowered high schooler, and Takahashi Rei is voicing the main female character in, and she does her best with what she's given, and she also sings the outro. Um, and we we love Rei; yeah, she she's, she's fantastic. Hmm. However, the intro song is. Awful and oh. a mess of noise. Um, it's I've like never a cacophony.
2: I've yeah. never actually experienced my ears vomiting, so that was a new, <laughs> That's a new hmm. thing.
1: It's, it's different. As um, far as
2: the story goes, it's um yeah, it's we've seen all this kind of thing before, but mm. I don't know. It's still. I, Comfortable. I mean, I mean, what,
0: don't be wrong, if you've never seen a uh, isekai before, it'd be good.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Which episode was it that we just watched? Six. Mm. Okay, so. Um, so we didn't when, get a Hot Springs episode. No. Um, <laughs> they still have maybe one episode of leeway to give us a Hot Springs episode, but I'm kind of <laughs> over. Look, like when it started, though, I was looking forward to it mm. um, because I actually liked. I mean, uh, we've all seen the tropes before, we've all seen how this can sort of start, and but I was enjoying enjoying it because mm. these two protagonists have a different um, a little bit of a different relationship they yeah. they're just they're good friends yeah. and f-
2: and for one thing this is like one of the first uh, male protagonists in a long time who isn't uh shut in isn't a hikokomori. Yeah. he's like mm. an just academic he's yeah. smart he's yeah. got his own flaws but He's just mm. kind of a regular kind of guy.
0: Oh, on the note of smart isekais, next season there is going to be one which will be so smart it will get on people's nerves. And it's the seventh smartest high schoolers in the world being isekai. Um, I've oh. been reading the manga. Mm. It's actually pretty good. However, how well it will translate into an anime with the timing restrictions they have on episodes is another matter altogether. Could you repeat mm. that title? Oh, it's... Uh, uh, I don't remember the Sounded name. Sounded long. <laughs> it was it was a, it was a very long one. I just know that it is like the the seven greatest minds. Uh, revive no. It's hard so basic, to be a teenage a genius teenager in the other world or something like. Uh, that. This whatever does happens, sound like
2: fun. Whatever mm-hmm. happened to just short titles?
0: Um, it like, went out the door as soon as Fate Stay mm-hmm. Night came around. So
1: <laughs> so cheap Magician is about um, well the two protagonists. They're yeah. walking down the street one day. A portal opens up.
0: They're in another world, and there they go, and they're now um, overpowered. Um, yeah,
1: they are massively OP.
0: And they wrote out the third character, who was the love interest for Reese. Yes, um, <laughs> the
1: thing that got that 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 sort of started making it a little bit boring for me was the fact that if we're going to have any fan service, I want humor. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Not just our pervy fan service. Yeah. It has to be funny.
0: Well. Th- from a female perspective, yes. From yeah. a male perspective, which is their target demographic for this show, which is young boys aged up to 15.
1: Maybe the, not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> but the no, thing this is, is like, just kind of
2: gross, just yeah, standard appeal to them. It's
1: kind of, there's, there's nothing going on here yeah. anymore. And it's mm. gotten a little bit too serious. And I want it... I, you, I want you want the, kind of
0: sabre. Yeah, <laughs> just watch God Savar again. Then? <laughs> but, but, I'm, I'm not it, saying that's an excuse for it. It could be a lot bigger than it is. It could be a this lot worse. This is just worse. why I
2: don't. And like speaking of which, it. oh, Demon Lord Retrial,
1: right. aka Mafioso Vampire Magician. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay I mean, first up, this is bad. This, this is, is really bad. I mean,
1: we we really overlooked the badness in the first we did. episode. I mean I, we try we try and give these these enemies animes a go. Give them a chance. Got I've got
0: a few cliche isekai tropes here, and I want you to tell me if this covers them. <laughs> okay, okay. Overpowered main character who's mm. a gamer.
2: Check mm-hmm. he's unkillable. Is there a
0: Lolita side character? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Is there a Sundia sword maiden? Oh uh-huh. yeah. Is there an equally annoying? Uh, sisters of said sword
2: maiden Uh a magician girl yes
0: are there knockoff characters from every other isakai and counting is there an (laughs) over-endowed swordsman yes is there female fantasy armor
2: Constantly, Is there
0: inappropriate camera angles in bathing scenes and author's fetishes? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. It's a bad fanfic. But
1: you know what? I really liked the the I liked the character of the overpowered swordsman. I thought she was cool except for the fact that oh hey, she's got massive boobs as well. So yeah. we can't really take her seriously now. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's, she it's literally they drew cool.
0: her naked and then drew the clothes yeah. on. Oh, I mean, oh I know God. that's standard, but Guys, yeah. all right, the yeah.
1: backgrounds in this anime. Oh. Oh, oh my goodness. Just, just, I mean, if you haven't watched it yet and you're thinking about it, just, just watch it and have a look at the backgrounds.
0: I'd also like to point out that the animation is appalling and they've been, you can, in yeah. regards to the background, you can see the in & Rush, but in particular, the combat feels empty. Not just because there's no sound or no impact at all, but you don't see the combat. Just what happens after Yeah, you see
2: the after effects and even then it looks kind of rushed. Like, have you guys watched any of those like old school action films or the knockoffs from like Turkey and Italy and Mm -hmm. all all the other things like knockoff? uh,
0: Spaghetti Uh, Westerns and stuff like that?
2: Uh, where they will throw a man into a wall and then it's replaced by a dummy who bounces off a map. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that it during the combat. It does.
0: I, I actually was having a look on uh, my anime list, or Mal as it's known, mm. to see what the users thought, and I have some great. Great stuff to show you. Oh, really? So, um, user Mythologically says, In a world where we have isekais that are unironically garbage, Mao Summer is ironically garbage. This show is literally konosuba, except it was animated by a two-year-old. Mao Summer <laughs> is clearly self-aware of how bad it is, and it continuously references shows like Overlord, ReZero, and recently even Steins Gate. Um, Shakbar six five nine says every once in a while comes an anime so bad that should really be stopped before the season ends. Now <laughs> summary try is definitely that anime.
1: Oh, that's savage! Someone Yay.
0: also reviewed it completely in rhyme, but I won't do that. <laughs> it's very long and questionable.
1: Can I say there's a saving grace, but it's not enough of a saving grace to keep me watching it, mm. the double bass. I am a big <laughs> I, I fan would like of to point
0: bass. out that the music is also terrible. It sounds like generic royalty-free music that was just grabbed haphazardly. Does, it doesn't fit any a of the scenes. There's so. um, so a, a double bass. So if you are looking to enjoy laughing at how bad a show and how generic an anime it is, in the same way you watch Tommy Wiseau's The Room... This might be a cup of tea.
2: Oh, so you would really put it up there? You would say that this is the room, the I, the room of anime. I don't
0: think it's. I don't think it is the pinnacle of bad. But yeah, because I actually it's, you, you it's can enjoy the room. You can enjoy the room,
2: but you're saying that there could possibly be something w- worse. Well, like, you could
0: definitely turn it into a drinking game where you drink every time something's poorly animated, whenever generic music's used, Ooh, whenever cliches
2: appear. Like give a different uh, task to a different drinker. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, so that's you know, one
0: way to do it. You know
1: what? I what? just I just realized the only people that can't enjoy the room are the people who acted in it. They can just go, "Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I did that." They can't really enjoy the fact that it was that bad, <laughs> was that bad because they they've got a personal interest. So yeah. my heart goes out to them. We are all. One d- yeah, we're they- all
2: big fans of this movie. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but big
0: fans of how bad it is. All right, so this episode, much like our current opening sequence, is all about isekai. And if you ever wondered where this very Japanese genre came from, stay tuned because we've done the digging for you and have some answers. Mm-hmm. We'll be looking at two standout examples of isekai. One captured the hearts of those unfamiliar with anime while breaking records for animated features all around the world, and the other squarely aimed at anime fans who wanted to see a more unconventional isekai story with comedy and logic. We're talking Spirited Away and Subareshi this episode, right after the news.
1: Making headlines. Really? Sort of.
0: Anime news. wave of new anime films headed to our screens and more Shield Hero is on the way. This is Kauai Anime News. The manga reading app Manga Rock will be shutting down its services after apologising for causing problems for the manga industry. The service, founded in 2010, is one of the biggest manga aggregator sites online and was set up as a site to access fan-translated manga. A lot of pirated content had appeared on the service, including scans of official translations and led to the CEO of Iridori Comics criticising the service last week in a series of tweets. Several days later, the studio behind the app removed it from the App Store and Google Play while issuing a formal apology. They claimed they didn't understand the manga industry or the damage they'd done to publishers and creators and would therefore be shutting down operations. The shutdown comes only a few weeks after MangaRoch launched a paid monthly membership option, charging for additional services in the app. Two new anime films are heading to international cinema screens with Human Lost and Rascal Does Not Dream of a Dreaming Girl, both seeing North American showings in October. Human Lost will be airing in North America on October 22nd and 23rd with its full international release expected in the weeks following through to November. The new CGI sci-fi film will actually air in North America before it opens in Japan as part of an agreement with Funimation. Rascal Does Not Dream of a Dreaming Girl will be showing in the US on October 2nd and 3rd, with Canadian audiences free to catch it on October 4th and 5th. The film adapts the 6th and 7th light novel volumes of the popular romance series by Sejpan Butayaro, which also has an anime series running for 13 episodes in 2018. A full international release schedule has not been announced yet, but Australian audiences will be able to catch it at Madman Anime Festival Melbourne on September 14. With two new films on the way, two others have been delayed. Kyoto Animation's film adaptation of Violet Evergarden has had its premiere date pushed back from January 10th, with the Annie staff emphasising work on the movie was continuing. The studio's side story film Eternity and Auto Memories Dolls had recently opened in Japan, with its two-week run extended to 3 weeks by Cinema Chains. Figure skating anime Yuri on Ice has announced its film Ice Adolescence has also been delayed, with the film originally slated for 2019. The Movies Committee have said the delay is in order to substantially scale up the content more than originally planned, and that they would have to provide a new release date soon. The film was originally announced in 2017, following the very successful 12-episode series in 2016. Highly anticipated music anime, Carol and Tuesday, is now available on Netflix worldwide. with The first 12 episodes landing on the streaming service on August 30. Created by director Shinichiro Watanabe, the creator of Cowboy Bebop, the series celebrates the studio Bones' 20th anniversary and record label Flying Dog's 10th year. The show focuses on two girls who live on Mars in a future where music is created only by AI. They both wish to be musicians and use their music to wake up a world of passive consumers. The Netflix version is available with eight different dubs and 28 subtitle languages. The music from the show available on streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. Isekai Anime, The Rising of the Shield Hero, is getting two more seasons with Crunchyroll on board as co-producers of the show. The series was co-produced by Crunchyroll and Katakawa, with the new seasons announced at Crunchyroll Expo 2019. While there is no confirmation on the release date for the new seasons yet, there is a new key visual for the second season featuring a giant turtle with a mountain on its back. More VR anime is on the way, with both Spice and Wolf and Teasing Master Takagi launching virtual anime projects. Game developer Spicy Tales has announced it's developing a sequel to its Spice and Wolf VR anime, which debuted in June this year. The original project launched after a successful Kickstarter campaign and could be viewed on the Oculus Rift and HTC Vibe, along with a non-VR version for PC. Nintendo Switch and PlayStation VR versions of the original have just launched with only limited information on the new project's story, That there is a silver-tailed fox involved. TZ Master Takagi-san could also be heading for VR if it hits its crowdfunding target by October 10th on Makuake plan for the Oculus Quest headset, the VR anime will put the player in Nishikata's shoes, being teased by Takagi and recreating notable scenes from the manga and anime, such as Walking Home with Takagi. And that's your anime news for the week ending 8th of September 2019. bet you're going to love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: wonder who's going to pre-order that.
0: <laughs> I did hmm. consider it, but I think it might be a bit too uncanny for See, me.
1: See, whenever he says, I considered something, it means... He, I, he just wants to sort of like dance around the bushes to when <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: you can it's going to happen. You can just see his finger hovering over the buy button. Yeah, yeah his yeah. heart
1: is already in it. Well, I l- can l- tell. Let's, Look let's... at that face. He's blushing. <laughs> 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 Look at you. Yeah, you know what
0: they say about teasing Master tak- Takagi-san? If you blush, you lose. So I've lost. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly.
2: Honestly, um, I
1: would lose too. Um, I, could. <laughs> I hate being teased sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, I don't think I could put up with a whole game full
2: of it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the direction this is going. Um you know, all that all fan service yeah. stuff aside the idea of animes or anime kind of products coming to a VR service.
0: Yeah, where oh, you can yeah. look around and be involved in it. That is
2: a fascinating idea. It's going to be very
0: interesting. The first one for Spice and Wolf did really well. Um, mm. In regards to the Takagi version, I'm not sure if it will do well. Um, the, the Spice and Wolf one managed to completely destroy its target within 24, 48 hours. Yeah, um, that not surprise th- We're three days since the launch of uh, Tizzy Master Takagi, and last check it was only about 25%. Mm. So...
2: What anime would you put to a VR game?
0: Neon Genesis. Imagine being in the cockpit. Oh. That is actually that, a That'd be point. pretty cool. Yourself, and Coco. Dragon Ball. Oh. Oh actually I think there is a Dragon Ball VR. I think it's to do with um, really? it was to do with the Kinect controls or something mm. like that, mm. but it, I, I don't know if it was oh, like an okay. official one or a fan made one. But I think it was so that you could then be in like Goku or Vegeta or whoever shoes, mm. and actually, you know, your movements would be tracked what to you then us? do the ability. Yes. What
1: about being in Bulma's shoes?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Anyway, um, let's talk about Manga Rock because this is an interesting situation yeah Um, Yeah.
1: look they they put out um a letter about a day ago yes a day and a bit ago explaining what was happening and they were saying that they wanted to keep everything running as normal except you just couldn't um download the app app.
0: it's, it's a bit odd so essentially this is all stemmed from about two weeks ago um a guy uh in japan who does the translation of manga into english as part of his role um and being uh, involved in a company which does a lot of western press releases yeah um he did a series i think it was about 18 tweets explaining because manga rocks blocked in japan to the japanese audience what manga rock was whoa oh. um oh. and the issue they've been having is that when companies in Japan are taking their product to Western publishers to get it translated, they're often saying, well, the first three volumes of this are already translated online. We can't make money from that. So we'll start with volume four and so on. Now, that makes no sense. That doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help anyone. But I think the the issue here is is that it it goes two ways. If people are going to go online to pirate content, which is not available... Um, and they, they they do say that, you know, oh, you should use genuine apps. You can't always use genuine apps. If you're in continental Europe or Australia, there
2: are some apps from Japan which are not available here. Exactly. And sometimes this is often the case for Australia. It's like we will have the first three volumes of something yeah. where there are nine released. Yeah, and we cannot get at the other one through genuine means. It sucks. Yeah.
1: Now I feel that this is a di- uh, digital age issue because yeah. if we didn't have the internet, we wouldn't know all a, a whole heap of this stuff exists. Because we know it exists, we want to consume it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If we can't consume it, we will find a way. It's just filling a need, yeah. and that means that um, I'd I'd say I'd suggest that publishing companies need to start taking. Translation official translations a lot more seriously and making mm. this content available to people because to be honest, what I'd love to use um, an app like Manga Rock 4 is to preview manga yeah. and yes. then be able to go out and buy it. Because I mean, well, that's site-
0: exactly what I did with Takagi san, yeah. as you can see from the statuette over yeah. there. And like I, I, I read it on mm. there, I was like, wow, this is amazing, and I went and bought mm. the manga. But here's the issue. If you have a look at how many volumes are released in Japan, there are nine volumes.
2: In English, there's three. Mm. Uh, yes, exactly, as I was saying. I think I remember something not so long ago about uh, Australia being one of the uh, highest... Um, how do you put it? It's highest like rated. Highest rated like piracy. We, we were for, the pirates uh, for Game of Thrones. For Game of Thrones, because... It yeah. was being released everywhere in the world except for us, where it would come months later.
0: Well, yeah, because we had mm. to deal with Foxtel, who are uh, very backwards thinking and still believe people do appointment-based TV viewing when, <laughs> in the world of Netflix. No, absolutely.
1: All um, we like we want to pick and choose. Mm. Yeah, I think that. If that can be provided, that would be perfection. If well, you can just pick and like preview and uh, then I, pick I and choose. I think the
0: logical choice is for publishers to all get on board with a um, app that is sponsored by the Japanese government, Ooh. which is available worldwide with no geo blocking, with adverts inside it, and for them to then hire these people who are doing the fan subs to actually translate it. That's a- it can then go up there, the money goes directly to the publishers and they give a nominal fee for the people translating That's it encouraging encourage exactly them to it. do
2: it. We don't mind the adverts. We don't mind paying the nominal fee if we are simply getting what exactly. it is we want.
1: And I would also um, like to point out, this is a conversation that we were having during the, re- the week, I think, Kyle, mm. about how... Um, Kindles yeah. uh, and digital reading is actually dropping in popularity. Yeah, I and mentioned this. Didn't this I? This is something that I've felt quite strongly for a long time. I prefer to have something physical in my hands. I prefer to read a book because reading off a screen is not good for your eyes. It's not good for your brain. Mm. Um, it's just so much more natural to yeah. read off a book.
0: So, so what this is for those tuning in is that there's a statistic every year which comes out which shows how many physical book sales there are compared to digital versions. And up until about three years ago, digital was highly on the rise for things like all all sorts of e-readers, whether it's Kindle or another brand. Hmm. This has changed in the last three years where there's been a decline in people purchasing books um, per per title on e-reader versus physical. And it's quite funny because last year, uh, up until now, the most recent results show that bookshops, physical brick-and-mortar bookshops, are actually finally turning a profit again.
2: That's fantastic. I mean, I can see the convenience of a Kindle, of course. uh, Carrying around like a bunch of heavy books in your school bag. That was was my school year. That was my childhood. (laughs) Pretty much all of us.
1: And you know what? You can get away with reading Fifty Shades on a Kindle and no one will
2: know. (laughs) Oh, are you speaking from experience, Coco? (laughs) Oh, that all oh is <laughs> I, 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 I still remember
0: reading some of those lines like, out from a turn to a random page at a party and we started reading it. I, for I a just laugh. I had to
1: I had to see what all the fuss was about, and I did. And I don't have to see ever again. We can move on. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's
0: moving on. We do need to talk about Isekai, and uh we need to start now.
1: Hawaii Fi Radio. Anime history. Anime history. <laughs> <laughs> Anime
2: history.
1: I just, it just sounds so...
0: so what's the
1: word? There's a word for it. Cultured. Yeah. Stylish. It sounds like we're, someone we're who knows exactly what he's talking about, so I decided to try and copy it, but I am not that person. I we're am. S- <laughs> yeah, On yes. task, isekai. Um, isekai. Is, so literally, in is, uh, the word isekai means different world. Um, this is a genre where a normal, in inverted mm-hmm. commas, person from Earth gets transported, reincarnated, or trapped in a parallel universe, which is usually a fantasy world.
0: Mm. Um, it's surprisingly a pra- not a uniquely Japanese
2: property. Oh, no. I mean, no. we could probably rattle off a list of ones that have been in the West. I want to say uh, Alice in Wonderland, Wizard mm. of Oz.
1: Mm. Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. That's a good oh, one. Does like?
2: Tron count? Yes. Absolutely. Because um, you are trapped
0: inside a computer. I, I think the challenge is, is finding ones where it's not time travel.
1: See,
2: yeah, mm.
1: because I was just like, oh, well, there's a whole heap of things. I, I got into
2: a long argument on Reddit with uh, a guy about whether the Divine Comedy by Dante is an, is an isekai.
1: And what's the outcome of that argument?
2: Uh, a resounding <laughs> shrug of the shoulders, honestly. <laughs> but I mean, let's let's say that it is. Yes. If that is the case, then the isekai genre has existed since like the 1300s. Mm, wow. I
1: mean, think of all the Celtic fairy tales of you know, if you stand in uh, a fairy, a fairy circle. circle, you just get transported away. Exactly. It's been going on for years. There's a particular folk tale in Japan about hmm. um, Urashima Taro. Um, there are many, dif- as in the case with Folk Tales, there are many different um Yeah, like, renditions. like the, the Baba
0: Yaga, the varying versions depending on region, yeah, and dialect. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Some of these are, yeah. Um, but the version that I read, mm. um, none of these versions differ too much. But the version I read is, um, it, he's ta- he, he saves the life of a turtle, Okay. Um, he lives on a coastal town. He's a really sort of good guy, and he just gets along with everyone. He saves the life of a turtle. Good guy being, turtle son. Yeah. Um, and um, then the turtle mm. says that, he, you know, he wants to thank him. Let's uh, let's go down to the palace of the Dragon King underwater. <laughs> so, Iwashima is like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> so down they go. Um, I turns have concerns out
0: <laughs> about a dragon king being underwater.
1: <laughs> but see, like, this underwater world is completely fairy. Separate. Ah. Yeah, it's not like anything. So it's not just
0: going diving, it's going into another parallel world that's, underwater. That's
2: the idea. I found this a lot with uh, Japanese uh, folklore deities and spirits. They are very, very much like our... Um, the fairies of Western world, its they're very mm, mm. otherworldly. The rules of reality make less sense. So mm. a dragon having a palace underwater. Normal. Exactly. He's a sea yeah. dragon. Mm.
1: So it turns out um, the turtle was a princess, the daughter of the sea king. And to say thank you, she says, well, I'd love to marry you and we can live the rest of our lives under this in this wonderful world. And he's <laughs> like, it sounds great. Sign me up. Three days later, he remembers that his parents are still up. Up there, and he has, to, and in Japan, the duty to the parents is quite, yeah. quite important. So he's like, "Look, I, I'm really sorry. I just want to go up for the day, mm. and um, check on them." Mm. And she's like, oh, "It's a bit sad, but that's okay. Take this box with you. Just don't open it."
2: Um.
1: <laughs> so anyway, he goes up. Turns out that the three days that he's been away have been three hundred years. Whoa! Everyone is long gone. Other people are living in his house. Whoa. He's just like. I've lost everything, this is terrifying, this is awful. Um, in his great distress and upset, he opens the box. And it turns out the box are, um, it is, are the years that he spent just saved up. Huh. So he ages very rapidly and passes.
2: What, a t- and the what, I- what an ending.
1: Yeah, and the idea is children do not be disobedient. that's where it gets
2: you I'm sorry what? <laughs> oh, be- because She, she said, said don't not to open
0: the box See, here's, what, here's <laughs> what I'm thinking I'm, uh, uh, Until I knew he died I was sitting there going, and so begins the tale of Master Roshi The
2: turtle hermit <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> that right you The start. life of a turtle becomes yeah. Master Roshi Ugh. Yeah,
1: there, there might be um, More in mm-hmm. that sort of folk tale That's sort of yeah. linked to Dragon Ball That we didn't realise But yeah, that's, that's an early one
2: As far as connecting it to the uh, anime era um, I went looking. I thought for a second it was, it started with an anime called Genu Senki Leader, but turns out I was wrong. Um, it is one from 1976. Okay, no, monsho. It's okay. a manga that stars a girl who is transported back to ancient Egypt uh, heard of and this she one. discovers a tomb. Sorry, that, yeah, that is to say that is the first proper isekai in the manga genre.
0: And you know Okay, what's... but. Th- She's just to, she's just teleported back in time. Is it the same world? Um, well, the question is whether there are actual Egyptian gods, which we know, obviously, were a fairy tale.
2: Uh, yes, that's the thing. It's uh, she's transported back in time. She meets pharaohs, and because she has knowledge of the events of ancient Egypt, she gets herself very involved and changes things.
1: That's what happens in Mark Twain's book. Um, yeah, yeah I, d- I was reading about this last night. Oh, was a it, Connecticut was Yankee in yeah. King Arthur's Court. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, the guy's called think, Hank. Yeah, I
2: was told I was told about that in school. It made me laugh.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, I, I, d- I have I to always, get a hold of this book so whenever I, can read I it.
0: hear the name Hank, I just think of the King of the Hill cartoons <laughs> and them just standing there drinking. So now I'm just imagining a, a Yankee. And three knights standing there drinking while the King of the
2: Hill yeah. theme plays. I'll tell you what, Arthur. <laughs> you're give me that sword.
1: You know what's interesting? Just quickly going back to Urashima Taro, it was one of the first anime films mm. in
0: 1918. Wow. Yeah. Wow, seriously. So one of the
1: country's so, earliest anime was so that's a retelling.
0: Prior to the Tezka style change. Yes. Uh, wow. Wow. That's pretty. On the note of Tesco, completely off topic, there's a new children's cartoon coming out I just saw, yeah? which is Go Astro Boy Go. Um, oh. Completely aimed at like three to five year olds. But oh. just thought I'd mention that's coming oh, next now season. Now I've got the Go <laughs> Oh, from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah,
2: returning to topic, the first anime finally mm-hmm. got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was Aura Battler Dunbine, which aired February 1983. This series stars a uh, normal Tokyo lad named Sho who's summoned to a medieval fantasy world that possesses insect-like mechanoids. Um, he has to... Um, that sounds
0: very similar to like the Mars Chronicles and stuff. Mm.
2: Somewhat, somewhat. Um, this was more action-oriented, but um, yeah, it turns out that a bunch of the old-school kind of uh, isekais, mm-hmm. mostly female protagonists,
0: yeah, that, 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 is that is does true. actually kind Especially, of fit in with some of the films yeah, we've seen too.
1: It does. It does, doesn't it? Mm. Um, well, I have
0: a point of discussion here though, because I think you might both disagree with me on this because you've done more research than me, but do you have to be trapped for it to be an isekai? I don't
1: think
2: so. Oh. Um, because
0: I mean, you don't have to be trapped, not not in saying like there is no way they can ever get back, but there needs to be the suggestion that you can't go home. Uh, or at least that it's difficult to.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: because when you well, think we're we're about it, think like the... Um, Gate. Gate oh Ga- gate gate they they does can go break that role yeah. yeah gate gate I um, mean, they can just literally
0: go th- walk through yeah. the gate from Tokyo into the new world and then walk back I it's mean the
1: genre is something that you can play around with quite mm. a lot isn't it
2: I mean I want to say that he's trapped there by uh, bonds of duty to a military service the main character of gate That is true. but that so is true. there is a sense of separation there but mm. then you go to later series of Inuyasha which is like one of the mm. big uh start points of uh, isekai in the 90s and uh and in later can... series the main character of that Kagome Kagome yeah yeah she can go back and forth between the world at will by going to a certain place
1: Oh wow. yeah it's a lit- it's a well
0: because so, i mean e- either w- even weathering with you had elements of you know mm. p- discussion of uh, isekai
1: and i would like to ask you guys: Do you think Sarazanmai is an isekai?
0: Mm. In a uh, little way,
1: I mean, it's not. Look, the, the whole... I
0: think the issue with Sarazanmai, um, and for those who haven't watched it, it was uh, last season's one to do with Kappa. Um, very strange, yeah. um, very, very, very unique style.
1: Worth watching that. Oh, e- it, that it might that not that be everyone's theme is stunning.
0: Oh, look, the music's incredible, but that's yeah, not everyone's anyway. Kappa Macho. Um, it's <laughs> definitely not. Um, it's be- because they're dealing with fairy tale elements and being in a spiritual world in some sense, that you could say it is. But at the same time, they can get back. I want to say that see, very one's quickly, more very easily.
2: Yeah, see,
1: I have to say I disagree. I feel like the ability to like that the fact that you're trapped doesn't have anything to do with it. I feel like an isekai, Um, well. My humble opinion <laughs> is that an isekai is when you are transported or reincarnated or whatever, you end up in a world that is nothing like, on. well, you know, not an earth place. Mm. With the caveat,
0: um, of course, being that it can't be time travel.
1: Yeah, no, time travel doesn't work. Um, or another
0: planet. Yeah. Because that's just... Some... Can't,
2: it can't be time travel, no?
0: No, so time travel... Is its own genre in of itself. It's a sci-fi subcategory. Okay. Um, th- this is so frustrating, isn't it? Because we've got subcategories within subcategories. Yeah, I, I think was that's like, like the...
1: Doctor Stone. But then so Doctor
0: Stone isn't technically an isekai. It's a it's a modern fantasy because mm. he's been trapped in stone for three thousand and odd years. Still Earth, I guess. Uh, and that's it's still a, Earth.
2: That I think is like one of the best things about genres like these. Mm-hmm. They promote discussion, which is yeah. a promotion of new ideas and disagreements and stuff, which. Yeah, I love this sort Mm -hmm. of thing.
1: So for those who want to give an isekai a go, here is a list of some of the popular ones. We've got Konosuba. We've got ReZero. That's quite dark, so watch out. Sword Art Online is arguably what brought the genre and anime into the Western world. Sword Art Online is technically
0: an isekai um, especially that first season, um, because not only are they trapped in another world, and I know we say the trapping isn't part yeah. of it, but it is a common theme that's used, yeah. but the, it is another world and there are cool. real risks. If they die there, they die.
2: Yeah, there was actually a lot of uh, arguments over, over whether Konosuba is truly an isekai, considering it is a video game. But technically, Novel World.
1: Yeah, it is. And what, I feel like or oh,
0: sort Online? Sort Online. Forgive yeah.
1: me. Yep. <laughs> um, is one that's airing this season. Oh, that's definitely... Uh, um, yep. Yeah, Gate was a few seasons
2: yeah. ago. Now, just
0: to clarify, Gate, if you search for just Gate on like anime database or anything like that, you're not going to find it. It's called Gate. Thus, the JSDF went there. Um, Nubble, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Spirited Away. Yeah. That's a that obviously goes without saying any yasha we mentioned before. The rise of the shield hero mm-hmm. is a good one that's airing currently. Digimon as well.
0: That counts. Digimon counts, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't uh, think of that. Of
1: course that time I got reincarnated as a slime and I'm going to argue Sarazanmai is a little <laughs> bit
0: I, d- I don't feel it. I feel I feel like Sarazanmai is definitely more sits kind of smack bang on the border between that and modern fantasy. Mm because Maybe. It, it, they, they don't really leave their world they just see it in a different light what was the oh, other one where really? they can kind of go like into the shadow world of their world to fight demons or something
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. um no i don't think that counts well that's the thing what with sarah's my because they do seem to what I was mean, the
2: title of that one though I, i'm not going to
0: remember there's a, there's quite a few of them
1: i like know that. the one you're talking about mm. i just can't remember it
0: um
2: I uh, had another one myself called uh, Magic Knight Ray Earth. That comes yeah. from around the uh,
0: 80s. Yeah, I remember actually a friend told me about that when I was in high school in the 90s. And I was like, well, well not 90s, uh, 2001?
2: Yeah, that one I mean? was uh, quite popular. That was uh, three uh, uh, Tokyo girls being mm. transported to a magical land and becoming mage knights. And like, battling the forces of evil. I
0: didn't know it was an isekai. I just it? thought it was... Three girls in...
2: Had a bit of a Sailor Moonish vibe to it for the fact that they were like girls who were strong and mighty and all that kind of stuff. But allegedly, a lot of this was uh, inspiration for Konosuba, which we're talking about later. Mm.
0: Which is actually, uh, around the same time, was The Twelve Kingdoms, mm. which is based on Chinese um, manuscripts, actually. like mm. It's taken a lot of Chinese history and implemented it into a fantasy world. And this girl gets spirited away and becomes the queen of a country.
1: To clarify what I was saying before, um, what I think an isekai is, is about this character or these characters' experience of this other world. So that's why I'd say Sarah Zenmai has elements of isekai. Also Copcraft.
0: Copcraft. She's Copcraft really, is an isekai because isekai is to go to another world.
1: But she has come to another world. A, a reverse isekai, you believe? Yes.
0: There's been a few of them lately, actually. I reckon
2: reckon there's some contention there because the place where she's coming to is semi-her world. There are... Not really.
0: Once again, again, this is a case of whether it sits in modern fantasy or isekai because they're very closely related.
1: Mm, They are.
2: Could you call it an isekai if it's a case of worlds colliding more?
0: Well, I think from Japan's perspective... The idea of Isekai literally goes with the title of the Miyazaki film Spirited Away. It's about you being transported somewhere, mm. you the main character. It can't be about other characters being brought to you. That's a reverse Isekai. Mm. And it can't be about your world being impacted by another world because that's modern fantasy. Mm. I see, I see. So that that's why like Sarah Zanmai has got traits of all three of them, mm-hmm. which makes it impossible to yeah. categorise.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I really don't um, want to
2: think of that one as more complex than it is.
1: <laughs> what, what's really awesome is that isekai is such a palatable um, genre. Like, it it's, can be, yeah. It's, 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 I think that there's a strong commercial motive to produce more media of isekai as it's so globally known in different, uh, under different names. Um, for example, I always loved stories about people from our world who find themselves in another world, Um, from what, from, from, a young age I've just found yeah. the idea fascinating so I think that that can hint at why it's such a popular genre.
2: And as we mentioned before it's ever present not just in Japanese culture but in yeah. Western as well. It's mm-hmm. I mean, The
0: fact that Mark Twain of all people wrote a book about it is crazy. <laughs> that but on, a legend. On, on that note, like while isekai has become quite an overpopulated genre, because of that a lot of people are trying to make changes to it so you've got dark isekai and we've got the new age isekai and then you've got the grungy isekai and the yeah. This magic girl isakai now, I believe. But what we need to talk about is one that just goes and takes the Mickey out of all of them. The Wi-Fi radio. I think
1: I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that.
2: Back catalogue.
0: Yes, and we are talking about Konosuba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World, also known as Konosubureshi Sekai ni Shukifuku And
2: I like to think that we've been waiting to talk about this one. Oh yes, well we have 80. Nendroids of them over yeah. there, we
0: have the DVDs and the Blu-rays, we have the the, the desktop backgrounds. <laughs> the, the iPad currently has Megumin on her. It, oh my God, it, does. It's, it actually does. So, Konosuba, yes. which is the short line for it, it began as a web novel back in 2012, and this was just published on a website. Similar mm. to One Punch Man? Exactly. Before it was then republished as a light novel series with illustrations in 2013. Mm. So the guy got about six volumes in online. Wow. Volumes, not chapters. Before it then you know got picked up and they went, we want to publish this. Put you know artwork to it. Um, that series has then been adapted into several manga series, including spin-offs, side stories, prequels, sequels. Um, there are two anime seasons, a film on the way. Yay. Well, actually just landed. Several video games and a potential... We, we don't know if it's a third season or a new film or another anime project, but that is meant to be coming out in the coming years. We just know that because they've changed studios, and we'll get to that in a minute, that the new deal was for multiple objects.
2: Now, we should tell you guys what this is all about.
0: Yes. Now... Um, after dying a laughable and pathetic death mm-hmm. on his way back from buying a video game, high school student Kazuma Sato finds himself sitting before a beautiful but obnoxious goddess named Aqua. She provides him with two options: continue on to heaven, where you'll have nobody, or and apparently no fun. No, no fun. Or reincarnate in every game as fantasy. A fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good deal. So he chooses to start a new life and he's tasked with defeating the demon king who is terrorizing mm. the world. But before he goes, he can choose one of any item to aid him in his quest. And after sitting there for a little while, having Aqua insult him, poke fun at him, ridicule him. He decides to get some revenge and selects Aqua as his one thing to take with him. (laughs) Bit harsh. Uh, Kazuma made a mistake. Aqua is useless. Um, (laughs) And has thus been known very affectionately in the community as the useless goddess. <laughs> this the pair's troubles don't end there. Turns out that living in a fantasy world is very different to how it plays out in a game. They haven't got any starting money or starting gear, and instead of going through a thrilling adventure the duo must first work to pay for their living expenses doing jobs around the town.
2: And we're talking not jobs like kill the giant rats in the sewers or mm. protect this wizard. We're talking... Build a wall. Build a wall, <laughs> uh, paint... Plaster, plaster it, plaster paint it. <laughs> Yeah, it's they great. become common labourers in a fantasy so, world.
0: The series won the Bookwalkers 2016 Grand Prix Award and the film the series itself actually finished runner-up for Best Comedy in the Anime Awards 2016. And rightly it so. was against, haven't you heard, I'm Sakamoto. <gasps> and that's very hard to beat. Right. For, for comedy, that is, that is the most gaggy show I've saw in a long time. <laughs>
1: Sakamoto won. Yes, it did. That's understandable.
0: What we need to talk about is why this series is so popular. And it's a comedy that reflects how tired the anime community is of the same old generic isekai story. So the style has become so commonplace over the years that a lot of anime viewers have become bored with it. Mm-hmm. And I can understand why. And Konosuba breathed fresh life into the genre at a time where the only other alternative for isekai was your dark isekais. Um, yeah. This was the more happy version of it. Um, so its success also was backed by a strong international following, which was unusual. So it, being very loved by the Western audience, which we, of course, fall into. The biggest criticism, however, it's had was that there was inconsistent character animation throughout the show, i.e. the styles of the characters might slightly change depending on who was drawing them, um, which had been attributed to more of it being an issue with... Studio Dean, who animated the first two seasons. Mm. It's now moved over to production to JC staff for the current film and any future projects. Though the question being whether they'll be any better is unclear at this point. Um, the film being just out at the moment, apparently the animation is just what you would expect for the series, so it might be on point. We'll see.
2: So basically, it's just like a longer Konosuba yeah, episode. A big
0: episode, which That's, I like. Makes I think, me happy.
2: I kind of like the idea of that. You're marathoning Konosuba, and then there's just like a, like a long extended one for some reason. But
0: here's the thing like people are criticizing the film going it should really stand out more from the series and it's like you've watched the series right I, I, I it's about more it's the about series. it's about nothing happening. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean that was
2: what that's one of my main loves about this series is that uh take any other isekai it's like they will arrive in this world and they will venture forth. They will discover yep. strange new lands, visit all these cities. These guys don't leave the starter and village. And would
0: you believe that is a criticism that not a lot happens plot-wise. But oh, here's the thing. On. There's a constant suggestion that something is going to happen, but mm-hmm. it takes ages to happen. Now, while this is true, and while it seems like nothing has happened, it's been all slice of life, in two seasons they managed to kill three demon
2: lords. I mean, I, think How? <laughs> I think that's actually the hilarious that's part of it, is that... The hilarious part of it is that they don't leave the town. So all the bad stuff comes to them and going, we're waiting.
0: And it's also a commentary on the isekai (laughs) genre because there is typically so much exposition. Yeah. And
1: we've all heard of Much Ado About Nothing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Same thing, yeah. And it's, it's brilliant. It's one of my favorite plays. And mm. um, honestly, the thing that makes Konosuba so good is the comedy. Yeah, it's it. It doesn't need a massive quest. Yeah, well, I mean, it when you
0: look, they, they yeah.
1: end up on them, but it's.
0: <laughs> when you look at the characters, you got Kazuma. He's a smart but cliche otaku who is ironically. The only one whose behaviour is logical.
2: Yeah, he's smart but kind of uh, talentless. That's sort of his Um, gag. His reactions
0: often mirror the viewer's in, especially in those WTF moments exactly because it, he reacts as you would expect someone to react as yeah. opposed to normally it's kind of like yeah that's fine whatever Aqua takes the dumb clumsy girl stereotype pushing it to the nth degree oh, the useless so goddess funny. yeah Incarnate. Megaman covers the Chunibio cliche um, <laughs> Chunibio is 6th grade syndrome and we are going to do a whole episode on that soon um, and except that she actually has real power yeah. she's not you know, a six-year-old thinking she's got magical powers, a year six. She's a year six who
2: has magical powers. Yeah, she has the one spell explosion. She uses that and then she is out for the day. Yeah. Like, literally all The, the irony
0: over. being that she has real power, but she's purposefully chosen to break herself by casting the only spell she can't. She
2: could have anything else she wanted, <laughs> but she, she believes that explosion is the ultimate she power. She just wants
0: to blow stuff up. And then there's darkness. Oh, I yeah, yeah. love darkness. The classic female knight character who can't hit anything and is a masochist.
1: But she's she's so mm. purposeful. I love how she's just so proud and like, I will defeat this person. I'll get there. And she really keeps trying even though she's just got this thing with her where she mm. just enjoys it the more and more mm. pain she's th- pushing.
0: Like, Let's be honest, not everyone enjoys every show. We can't mm. say this is going to be perfect for everyone. To be honest, this might get on your blimmin' nerves. Um, but the thing about this is that while these characters seem generic, they are all well-defined. And their interactions and the back and forth between them because
2: of how well of fun they are, is what makes the series great. And indeed, it's the generic quality of them, which, if you have watched a lot of other anime, that is actually kind of a defining Mm, trait, because um, they are purposefully there to take the mickey out of other... Anime jo- animes in the genre mm-hmm. it's like yeah. most
0: importantly I think for Konosuba is that it has a huge rewatch value now the series film Konosuba The Crimson Legend that's just landed in Japanese cinemas and it will be getting an international release by Crunchyroll but they ha- well they announced this back in I think June and unfortunately, at this point, there's not been a confirmed date for it as of yet. So we will hopefully know more about when we can actually get a chance to watch it, whether that's dubbed or subbed, depending on what um, Crunchyroll's mm-hmm. agreement is. I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you haven't caught Konosuba, I'm pretty sure you can catch it on most streaming services. Um I can't think of offhand exactly which ones it's on. I know we've got it on Anime Lab in Australia and I think it might be on Crunchyroll in the US.
1: And can I just finish by saying that although Kazuma may seem a little bit abrasive, he's actually really helpful because when Megumin wants to practice her explosions every day, he goes with her, catches her when she falls and carries her back to the town.
0: (laughs) Yeah, now you might be thinking that might lead to a romance. You are sadly mistaken because none of that's
2: happening.
1: Yeah, there's there's yeah, no romance in You're here, expecting is there? plot
2: progression? Exactly. In this?
0: You expect things to change. They haven't left the starting village. This is like playing WoW and not leaving the starting area. Yeah,
2: this is. That, <laughs> I think that's its charm. It's uh, less of the uh, actual you know action adventure and more slice of life with yeah. major comedy. Mm-hmm.
1: Good script. Mm-hmm.
2: Now we've talked
0: about something that probably is more interesting to you if you've watched a lot of anime already. But if you haven't, we've got something that will be a great introduction. Do exactly what Isakai is without anything getting in the way of introduction. Kawaii Radio! It's a bathhouse for the spirits. Totoro came back, Dad! I saw him!
2: It's Laputa, a floating island.
0: Miyazaki!
2: And indeed, this one was a lot of people's introduction mm. to the isekai genre and. Some to anime in general. This was, like, one of the big things on the world stage not so long ago. We are, of course, talking about Spirited Away, one of the masterworks of the Amiyazaki. a
0: bathhouse for the spirits, as oh, yes. our intro says. I wish I could
1: go to that bathhouse. <laughs> me too.
2: Now, shall I give you guys a story? Yes, tell me what is Spirited Away about. Well, this is set in the modern day in... Um, it's a place north of Nagoya. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young girl and her parents are moving to this new town in the country. Of course, little girl is sad about this, leaving her friends behind, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they, on the way to their new place, they take a wrong turn mm. and end up at an old abandoned theme park deep in the forest. As they decide to explore, they are separated. The parents decide to stop and eat some food that is mysteriously left out in this abandoned place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, bit of a trap. Bit of a trap, kind of obvious, but Mm. it looks really good. Uh, But Chihiro goes on ahead to explore. She finds this great, enormous bathhouse, but Mm. the sun starts to go down. She is warned by a mysterious stranger that she must leave now. And as she does, that's when the spirits start to come out. There are ghosts and ghouls filling the streets, just starting to appear as light fades. Um, They are all converging on this bathhouse. Chihiro tries to get to her parents to run away, but they've been turned into pigs for their gluttony and eating all the food.
0: Mm. Uh, so Cause, she because the humans can't normally ingest the quality of the food that the spirits eat.
2: That's actually another thing that again crosses over the whole thing about um, Japanese folklore and stuff being kind of somewhat similar to like the Western idea of fairies. Mm. Fairies have that same thing: if you eat fairy food, you can't eat anything else. Mm. But uh, so she is saved by that stranger, a mysterious young man named Haku who explains that this place is a resort for the spirits, a place where they can relax after spending time in the uh, human realm. And the only chance she has to save her parents is to get a job at this place under the watchful gaze of the greedy manageress, Yubaba.
0: Which sounds a lot like Baba Yaga. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Spirit Away was huge when it came out. Massive. And and when it came out, it was a massive success. It did really well both domestically in Japan and the worldwide. I'm pretty sure it got nominated for an Oscar, if I remember correctly. It absolutely did. Now, this was the film that kind of introduced the idea of a Western audience learning about Japanese culture And, you know, the stories and fairy tales from Japan through animation. And it only recently, and I think I mentioned this a a few episodes ago, it recently opened in China. It had never been aired there. They did Totoro last year. They did China this year.
2: Oh, no, wait. Just confirming, I was just looking this up while you were saying that. It it did win the 2003
0: Oscar. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. So first one to win an Oscar. Um, But, yeah, opened in uh, China. And before that, it looked like... um, not your name, but um, Weathering With You, was about to take over as the top um, Japanese uh, anime film, film of all time. Mm-hmm. And then they opened Spirited Away in China, China and it just blitzed. And it just knocked it out of <laughs> the park. It really did. Now, I'm a big fan of Spirited Away, and I mean, like, for starters, we've got, you know, Hayao Miyazaki creating something incredible again. You've then got Joe Hisashi again doing amazing Mm -hmm. music. The soundtrack for this has been sampled, remixed, remastered by hundreds, if not thousands, of artists. And it's beautiful, and it's so
2: simple. And would you like to know something very hilarious about this? Yes. This, Miyazaki very nearly retired just before making this movie. Well, but, I mean, he's
0: retired and come back several times now.
2: Yeah, it's, it's his thing. It's just like, <laughs> okay, I'm bored. I'm going back to work.
0: <laughs> well, I, I've always said, like, if I had to um, retire and stop doing what I do, I would get very bored very quickly.
2: Yeah, you're the kind of guy who always has to have a project. I've always there? got to
0: have a project. I've always got to be working on something and building something and working towards something. Mm-hmm. it'd be really funny if I'm try- still talking about anime and I'm like 95 be Like, yeah, I remember yeah. in my day I watched <laughs> Spirited Away and it's a timeless classic yep. you children
1: should the f- watch the first time I saw it was in 2004 in France oh wow, was it mm. French dub? yes, Oh, so I didn't understand a lot of it um, <laughs> but it was just
0: beautiful yeah, you would have understood more than we did you can at least speak some French mm.
2: yeah. but yeah, so he was about to retire when he, uh, when he um he was inspired by seeing uh his friend's very very sullen 10 year old daughter and how she was acting and behaving Hmm. and uh he studied the way she behaved and moved and stuff like that and then he sort of got an idea for something he wanted to do because he started to uh do some research about um what children their age were reading Hmm. and uh he looked at a couple of their magazines. Uh, I think they I think are. You
1: showed me these, didn't you? Yes.
2: Nagayoshi and Ribbon. They are two uh, magazines centered around that age group. And uh, Coco, what would be your first impression of them?
1: Uh, fluffy.
2: Fluffy, uh, very fluffy. Fluffy,
1: sugary, will rot your teeth. Are we um, talking about sparkles, that manga and anime
0: that was banned in France? No. But <laughs> I would say that was along similar. the same
2: vein. Basically, this was being offered to them and it was basically just about love and. Crushes, And he feared that that was kind of the only thing being offered to them. Well, because
0: at the time, especially in, uh, especially in Western media, I don't know about Japan, but it was all about, you know, it was the male powerhouses. It wasn't anything mm. like we have now where you actually get to see, you know, powerful women or well-written women in stories. It was always women were a side character back
2: then. Mm. And so he felt that uh, this was not what they held dear in mm. their lives as well. This wasn't all that they focused on. So he wanted to have something where they were the heroines where they were not just the central focus but in command of their own destinies.
0: That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, no I like that. And he, well I mean if you have a look at all of Miyazaki's work he has a lot of strong female characters.
2: Oh, mm. constantly. Uh, the one he made just before that was Princess Mononoke.
0: Yeah, and wow. Ooh. Ooh. Have, you guys
2: have watched that one. Yes. I, yes. Seen it I have.
0: Yet. Coco hasn't.
2: Oh, we may have to sit down later tonight.
0: We might have to do we that. yeah that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, I think the the other thing to bear in mind with Spirit Away is that while this was the first one that I guess a lot of Western audiences were introduced to, that was an animated feature. It's because it became so widespread. This actually spurred on a whole new generation of anime viewers and lovers. It literally built built a new otaku generation, basically starting the year it came out.
2: It was a breathtaking kind of a life-changing spectacle, to be certain. And, um, oh, I actually found out something else hilarious about this. So, mm-hmm. writing-wise, story-wise, it's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. This thing went into production without a script.
0: Wait, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They started writing it without...
2: Drawing it without a script? Uh, well, to be clear, Hayami Ozaki went into drawing it without a script. Because <laughs> this is what he does. He... We'll draw up these storyboards and such. Beautiful. Uh, He wrote, directed, and drew up the storyboards for the movie. Many directors have claimed that he essentially writes his movies while drawing.
0: That sounds like a very organic and natural way to do it. I mean, I can imagine it being difficult. I mean, you know how I write with... Like, I, I want to plan out everything I want to do before I start writing a story. Oh, yeah, I'm,
2: Sounds I'm like a
1: really pure way of going about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, because like that.
2: even he doesn't know where the story is. He says that the stories write themselves. He's sort of just... He's the conduit. He's yeah. the guy holding the pen. I wonder
0: if that's ever run him into trouble when he's gone over time or under time.
2: Well, um, actually, I think I found something which suggests that it has. And it's oh. almost sad in a way. Okay. Um, So the song that plays at the end, which is Itsumo Nando Demo, Always With Me. It's a very, very pleasant kind of a tune. That wasn't intended for this movie. No? That was intended for a film that he never made. Uh, It was called Rin and the Chimney Painter. Rin and the Chimney Painter. Why does that sound familiar? I've... Your guess is as good as mine, but that's the thing.
1: Perhaps it has yes to, yet to be made.
2: It perhaps uh, he put it well, to yeah, the studio. It years. was rejected. Uh, this was just one idea that he had. I looked everywhere online for any kind of detail about the plot, any kind of concept art, or anything like that, and I couldn't find anything.
0: Oh, I wonder if it's because he went to them and said, "I'll just make it up as I go along." <laughs> but yeah, I
2: have. I, this uh, raised like a, kind of a bittersweet question for me is. Are there any other films that were could have been by Miyazaki that we simply haven't seen that we don't oh, I, know? I
0: bet you there's hundreds. I bet you he's got a, literally piles of book in his studio, just but, full of ideas. And
2: that kind of hit kind of close to, to home to me because uh, that happened recently with an author that um, I loved as a child. Mm. Uh, one Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Uh, his books stuff. were my childhood. And recently, a notebook of a bunch of his unused ideas came out, and I was, it kind of broke my heart. All these stories, which I could have had, but also yeah. didn't, wouldn't have.
0: But I mean, sometimes it's better to think of what is, what could be, mm. uh, rather than getting everything you want. I mean, we we have seen cases where they've written... Uh, Douglas Adams is a prime example. Like He had ideas for the next book in the Hitchhiker's Guide series, and then there were family members and friends who helped write this book and apparently it just felt a bit off. Hmm. And I think it's better to just leave them as ideas there that you can at least appreciate, go, wow, that would have been cool.
2: But Uh, it's thankfully through Spirited Away that at least a little bit of these small ideas, and perhaps it's mm. present in other Miyazaki films, I don't know yet, I kind of want to do more research, that these other unmade uh things live on in little ways Mm.
0: now something important to note about pretty much everything that comes out of studio ghibli um to my knowledge studio ghibli still haven't signed a digital rights agreement with any streaming service so you can't actually find their films on any streaming platforms your best bet is going to be and i can't believe i'm saying this go to your local video store or (laughs) buy it online through a um you know delivery service who can send out the DVD to you. Absolutely. Ladies and
2: gentlemen, this guy is called the Disney of the East uh, probably like not in Japan but <laughs> He's got his own vault.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Imagine if they opened their own their own streaming service. Oh, the,
0: like t- to, to be see. honest, I think anywhere the only thing that would happen with if they wanted to go streaming is they'd immediately go with Disney Plus. It's oh. guaranteed yeah, revenue, cool. and they've got a strong relationship with and Disney already. they
2: are already. somewhat signed on to... Uh, yeah, well, I Disney
0: organized that. most of their dubs. Yeah. Mm. So, Which, on that note, um, Spirited Away's dub, also very, very good. I think we mentioned um, mm, with Nausica, the dub, was the cast was incredible. It's the same as Spirited Away.
2: There are little bits in the dub which are also added in. Mm. Um, the first time Chihiro sees a bathhouse, she goes, Oh, there's a bathhouse. That's not in the Japanese release, because the Japanese know what a bathhouse looks like. Yeah. It's sort of part of the ingrained culture, but... For Western audiences, little bits like that were just sort of added in.
0: Yeah, which is great. It's helpful. Now that we've covered all that, we've run out of time. We've got to go on.
1: Kauai Fire Radio.
0: Well, thank you for joining us, but unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this episode. Next episode, the summer season is winding up. And that means the shows are heading for their big finales and we'll be taking a look at what has hit the mark and what has sorely missed. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I can think of one very obvious show which comes to mind, which we haven't talked about this episode and we will mention next episode. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we will be uh, having a look at that through all of next episode in two weeks time.
2: And as usual, we'll be featuring some of the amazing covers for this season's opening themes as part of the show. So make sure you tune in to hear some great music Mm. by great artists. We've had some really good ones in the past.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to head over to our Facebook page for breaking anime news and videos and smash that like button. Oh, oh,
0: sorry, on. I had to. Yeah, of course you did. All right, you've been <laughs> listening to Kawaii <laughs> Fi Radio. We'll be back in two weeks' time with a Season in Review and more Kawaii Fire Quest. Uh, Kenny might even finish his attack between now and then. Don't <laughs> hold your
1: breath. <laughs> Unlikely.
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, watch some anime. Goodbye. Yeah.